I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listener's Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listener's Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, BKFK listeners. Today's episode is called Antoinette and the Story of the Invisible Giraffes. It was written by a wonderful author named Alison McGregor. And it just so happens that we are lucky enough to have her join us for this podcast. Hi, Alison. Hi, Alison. Let's kick off. Let's do this. So firstly, what was your inspiration to the story? And most importantly, who was Antoinette based on? Great. Yeah. So my inspiration behind this book and the book series as a whole is my own mum, the real Antoinette Barber. She had a crazy, whimsical past growing up in places like Pakistan, Tanzania, Jamaica, and Scotland. And she somehow ended up in Burlington, Ontario, Canada, which is where I was raised. But she just had the best stories and we always had the best bedtime routine getting to listen to all these far off, seemingly magical places every night. Were they all true stories? All true stories, yep. It had a bad habit of getting into trouble, which her very uptight mum, my granny, never really appreciated. Good kind of trouble. Good trouble. I think curious is always the good kind of trouble, as long as it's not ill intention. So my next question is, how do you think kids are going to benefit and what are they going to gain from reading the Antoinette series? Well, I personally hope it inspires people to look into these places that are kind of off the beaten track look at an atlas, look at a map, and see where Tanzania is. Uh, Maybe look up with mom and dad the national parks that are there, Um, and in Kenya as well. There's so many cool preservation programs there, uh, and then the wildlife is just spectacular. You could spend hours and hours and hours looking at books and coming up with fun facts. Fun facts! We love fun facts! Can you tell us a fun fact about giraffes? I sure can. Um, Giraffes are my favorite animal as well as my mom's. And I was kind of tickled at the idea that the Latin name for giraffe, uh, I won't pronounce the Latin because I will butcher it completely, but it means camel wearing a leopard's coat, which I think is very funny. And now I can't unsee that. So I see the camel. And it does kind of look like a giraffe is wearing a leopard's coat. That is interesting. Okay, let me try the Latin name. Giraffa camelop... Oh, no. Giraffa camelopardilis. Maybe that's right. I'm not sure. Okay, enough of that. I think it's time we listen to the story. We'll chat more with Alison after the story and also tell you guys about our Antoinette book giveaways. But first, let's meet the performers on this episode. Hi, my name's Liat, and I'm from Minnesota. I'm nine years old and love reading Harry Potter books. Hi, my name is Scarlett. I'm 11 years old and live in Sydney, and I really like sport. My name is Adeline, and I am seven years old. I'm from Los Angeles, and I like to read and dance. Great job, guys. Okay, Ruby, over to you. Antoinette and the story of the invisible giraffes.
by Alison McGregor. One summer holiday long ago, Antoinette was on a flight. Her first time to Africa. What a beautiful sight! She dreamed from her dreary Scottish boarding school of a place where mean teachers no longer ruled. Out with the long grey days and itchy wool coats. In with the Maasai tribe with their cattle and goats. Mr. and Mrs. Barber, her father and mum, met her at the airport. The adventure had begun. Tanzania would be their new home, where the wildest of animals roamed. There were safaris to take, Mount Kilimanjaro to climb, jungles to explore. Would there be enough time? They drove through Mikumba National Park in the open air. Down long winding dirt roads, wind whipping their hair. The sights and sounds of their adventure were hunky-dory, but Antoinette was on a mission and not the least bit sorry. She hoped upon hope of all the beasts big and small. She would see her favorite, the giraffe, so noble and tall. A grumpy elephant appeared and stood firmly in place. A large fellow, rather rude. He moved at a glacial pace. Finally, the old grump left and Toinette searched nearby. Surely giraffes couldn't hide. They were 18 feet high. She ignored the wildebeests scattered about munching grass with a cheetah close by waiting for lunch at last. She climbed up in her seat, craned her neck out of the roof for a glimpse of the giraffe's funny horns or even a hoof. Daddy, she said, this is all fine and swell, but where are the giraffes? I cannot tell. Mr. Barber shot Antoinette a funny look while Mrs. Barber's head just shook. Antoinette, she said, you're too much. Now sit down in your seat and hush. They passed a pride of lions lazing, heard a roar that was most amazing. They listened to hyenas yelp an offbeat tune as they drove past a pair of yellow baboons. Their colorful bums and howls made her laugh. This was Tickety-Boo, but still not a giraffe. Giraffes only need five minutes of sleep a day, she said. Sometimes I feel quite the same way. To this, Mrs. Barber gave a look of pure dismay. A dazzle of zebras seemed to dance in the distance, their stripes zigzagging in all of their brilliance. 
hippos at a watering hole giving warthogs the shaft were delightful to see, but still no giraffes. The longer they traveled and with every road bump, Antoinette's heart let out a sad little thump. Where are they hiding? Where could they be? How could these giants be so impossible to see? Antoinette was convinced that they must indeed be invisible. They must be made-up creatures, merely mythical. Mr. Barber decided that was quite enough. Cleared his throat and said in a tone most rough, Young lady, you are acting quite daft. There, right in front of you, is your favorite giraffe. And there he was. This mythical creature was real. From her seat she unpeeled and then joyfully squealed. <laughs> this was better than a flying monkey or even a dragon. This was better than anything she could have possibly imagined. His dark eyes sparkled and were thickly lashed. There were lush green leaves in his mouth being gnashed. His shining coat spots looked like dozens of beautiful stars. He blended in with the trees. No wonder spotting him was so hard. Mr. Barber tried to take a photo with one quick click. Just as the giraffe grabbed a mango with one quick lick. The magnificent beast seemed to strike a pose, bowing his head to meet Antoinette nose to nose. She was scared to blink. Not one moment she would miss. Then he stuck out his long purple tongue for a kiss. Mrs. Barber began to look a trifle peaky. Turning a little green, she said, Oh my, how cheeky! His giraffe friends began to call him back. With their hooves giving a gentle tap, tap, tap. So he slowly arose in his golden brown splendor. A vision Antoinette knew she would always remember. He turned back once more as if to say he too would never forget this wonderful day. In a flash, the giraffes disappeared completely out of sight. Could they be invisible? She thought, maybe, just maybe, they might. Wow, great story, Alison. Alison, what is the lesson behind the story of the invisible giraffes? If there is a lesson to be learned by it, I think it is to always keep your eyes and mind open and try your best to practice some patience because you might miss something that's right underneath your nose. Alison, do you continue your family's tradition of adventuring? And if so, how? Uh, I do try my best to continue on that adventure that my mom kind of started. 
and my daughter certainly takes after my mom where it's mostly me following her and the adventures she creates but we're a big outdoor family we do a lot of trails on hikes we're lucky that we have a lot of horse farms and cow farms that we get to go check out and just explore nature and figure out all of the questions that come up with that with a three-year-old and a two-year-old at home. So every day is an adventure with those two. You also wrote a book called Antoinette and the story of the jellyfish monster. That sounds interesting too. Tell us about that. Sure. The jellyfish monster uh, was one of my favorite stories my mom told me growing up. Uh, it was based on her time in Jamaica. Her parents left her for an afternoon at the beach and she found herself in a bit of trouble when she became impatient swimming up to um, a diving platform and not wanting to wait in line. So her mischief kind of got the best of her and uh, she ran into some trouble with the jellyfish. So I'm sure if it's the jellyfish that were the monsters or if it was Antoinette herself in the end. Okay, now we have a special test for you. <laughs> you know, here at BKFK, we're all about sounds. So we're going to give you a little test. Are you ready? Okay. You need to tell us which one of these sounds is the giraffe. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, here we go. The first one really sounded like hyenas. Okay, and here's number two. Giraffes seem like such graceful animals, but none of these noises seem to match that grace that they do, does it? Okay, one more. Here's number three. All right, time for the test. Alison, which one was it? Oh, I'm going to have to go with my favorite number, number three. You got it. Well done, Alison. Oh, yes. <laughs> Alison, where can our listeners find your books? We're available on Amazon, Indigo in Canada, Barnes & Noble, or you can go to my website, which is www.growingupantoinette.com and order directly from me. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Listeners, we have something special for you. Would you like a copy of Antoinette and the Story of the Invisible Giraffes? Well, of course, you can buy it on Amazon or at www.growingupantoinette.com. Or you can subscribe to our new BKFK Book Club tier on Patreon and get the book sent to you in addition to all of the other wonderful BKFK benefits. Just go to patreon.com and search for Buy Kids for Kids Storytime. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.